Hey, this is Chris. Don't skip ahead to the episode yet. We're conducting a listener survey of people listening to RCV clips. First-timers, long-timers, occasional listeners, anybody. Please fill out the survey linked to in the show notes for this episode to help us make RCV clips even better. Thanks! Welcome to the March 2023 episode of RCV Clips, our podcast about all things ranked choice voting. I'm Chris Hughes, a member of the Resource Center staff. In today's episode, I'll be talking with Anlin Carney, research analyst at Represent Us, about the Protect the Win report that we just co-published with Represent Us and Democracy Rising. Anlin, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. So let's dive in. What is the Protect the Win report? Yeah, so the Protect the Win report is, first of all, it's just been a super fun group project between the three of our organizations. You know, getting to work with our friends is always great. But it's actually, it's a really great holistic resource guide for RCV advocates who have just successfully passed an RCV law. So many resources and research have been driven towards working to pass RCV, but not as much for what to do after that happens. And it's really such a critical stage. So when things fall apart in the implementation of a new law, you're really stoking the opposition's fire. You know, laws can be repealed when the first election doesn't run smoothly. So our goal here was really to scale the movement by setting advocates up with the tools they need for success. This guide walks them through all of the questions they need to start asking themselves and provides them with best practices, resources, and lessons learned from other jurisdictions that have successfully implemented an RCV law. So you mentioned that the project is a collaboration between a few different organizations. Can you tell us a bit about how that came to be and what each of our organizations brings to the table? Yeah, absolutely. This project was really born out of a need from our organizers and our partners on the ground who are directly involved with the campaigns. At Represent Us, we do a lot of organizing work around these campaigns. So we saw really firsthand how much a resource like this was needed. And we knew we didn't have all the answers. So we reached out to our partners at Democracy Rising, who are experts in voter and candidate education. And then, of course, to you all at the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center, who have the technical expertise on RCV implementation. Everyone kind of knows each other from crossing paths in this work. So it ended up, like I said, being a really fun group project among friends. Yeah, it was it was nice to have a group project where everybody was like pulling their weight. You know, that's not, I don't think that's everybody's experience with group projects, but I think this one, <laughs> everybody really contributed. <laughs> yeah, totally. And so one part of the report that you worked on a lot was the comm section. Can you talk about what that is and how you expect people to use it? Yeah, the comms piece of this offers some like overarching guidance on how an advocate's communication strategy needs to change during the implementation phase. That is obvious to some people, but it's really important to point out because, you know, campaign communications are so different from the communications that campaigns need to do once their, I guess, campaign becomes law. You know, voter education communications or communications around engaging elected officials. The rules of the game are just really not the same from the campaign to win. You know, during that campaign, you're winning hearts and minds, you're convincing, and they often say when you're explaining, you're losing. But during implementation, you actually have to do a lot of explaining, a lot of informing, and convincing doesn't really have as much of a place. We structure the section chronologically discussing, you know, what considerations should be taken into account in the days leading up to your first RCV election during your first RCV election, and then after the election. 
We include lessons from several RCV jurisdictions who have weathered a variety of communications challenges, everything from a surprise special election to delayed results reporting or even incorrect and unofficial results reporting thanks to uh, administrative errors. So, you know, we've seen a lot of, you know, crises really be weathered uh, in our movement. And so we're really trying to glean those best practices. And our hope is that advocates can learn from those and learn how those before them have navigated those challenges so that they can avoid avoidable mistakes and understand how to prepare for, like I said, such a critical stage of the campaign. Yeah. And I th- I think this is one thing that sort of comes out in each section of the report is we have a lot of stuff we've learned from previous implementations, but there's probably going to be something new that crops up, you know, somewhere down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So we want to make sure people have analogous stories. Like if a whole new type of crisis happening, you know, how did we handle this crisis at this time and what lessons from that can we take into the future? With that said, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about like the other parts of the report? What other topics we cover in there? Yeah, comms is really just, you know, one aspect of the implementation process, but we have sections covering the need to know on so many fronts. Of course, there's the technical implementation section, which your team drafted, and that is just such an awesome explainer, giving advocates some working knowledge of the actual technical election administration of a ranked choice voting election. That's such an important section, and it makes a huge difference when dealing with election administrators when you can speak their language. So. I'm really excited about that section personally as an advocate. I've learned a lot. (laughs) It was a guide that I needed. So thank you for that. There's also a section on legal implementation. Lots of laws and regulations govern election administration. And so when trying to prepare advocates for the implementation phase, we run through some questions they need to start asking themselves as their law goes through the regulatory process or faces challenges, uh, like legal challenges from opposition. There's also a political defense section offering key considerations and best practices for helping your law make it out of your first legislative session unscathed. There's, you know, so many opportunities in the legislative process for lawmakers to chip away at your law. Maybe not directly, but maybe through denying it appropriations or through moving other election related bills. And this will all be more relevant as the movement for RCV grows. And like we've seen, as the opposition grows along with it. So that's a really, really important part of implementing an RCV law is really being able to defend it on the political fronts. The voter and candidate education section might be my favorite, though. No offense. But our friend Grace at Democracy Rising is not only the leading expert in educating voters and candidates on RCV, but she actually conducted multiple interviews with several election administrators and voter education experts from jurisdictions that have already implemented RCV elections. So you can get the scoop directly from the source on what does and doesn't work when it comes to getting voters and candidates on board. So it's truly a holistic guide that considers so many facets of RCV implementation. And it's just really a huge wealth of knowledge and experience that went into this. And it makes it really exciting. It's just exciting that we get to put it in the hands of advocates and see it hopefully help them take further steps towards success. And that's great for the whole movement. Yeah. Well, so with that in mind, what is the best way for advocates to use this report? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the best way is to, you know, we're really trying to get it into their hands early on in the campaign phase, because frankly, you need to 
start setting those things up so that way you're prepared. And so honestly, the best way to use it is to just read it, read it in advance, read it as part of your initial stages of campaign planning, bookmark it, and then come back to it when you're in the thick of it and you wish you had an experienced friend to ask some hard questions to. We tried to be that friend. We tried to put the answers in there or at least give you a start. Additionally, administrators, I think, will find the technical implementation section to be a really helpful overview, especially those who are, you know, maybe facing a, you know, RCV campaign and they're feeling maybe apprehensive or maybe unsure about what to expect. Can we actually do this? Technical implementation section really breaks it down. Like, yes, you can. And yes, there's going to be more steps, but it's been done before. And the people who have done it have done it successfully and have continued to support the system. So, you know, that's going to be a really helpful overview, not only for advocates to be able to speak the administrator's language, but also for maybe administrators who are on the fence or who just want a little bit more information about how this works. And, uh, you know, the voter and candidate education section, I think, will help, you know, an advocate really craft, you know, and start aligning the uh, support systems that they need to start uh, really sharing the message with voters once things have been passed. So, you know, again, those best practices that Grace collected from across the country are just such a valuable resource. My hope is that they use it, they read it, they bookmark it, and that they, you know, consider it when they are making their, uh, you know, campaign plans, implementation plans, and that they really, like we said earlier, like, learn from the best practices in other jurisdictions and avoid avoidable mistakes that we talk about in there. So that's my hope, at least. Yeah, well, and we, you know, we had our big launch event for the report yesterday. And I think something that will be helpful for advocates and administrators to do is like when they have the time, watch the three panels we did, because they walk through what's in each of those sections. And I think, make really clear how best advocates and administrators can, can use the material in the report. And by the time this episode is out, uh, we should have that recording up online. So, you know, we can post a link to it in the notes for this episode and people can go watch those panels and get the like wealth of experience direct from these experts that were on our panels. Oh my gosh. Yeah, seriously. I'm so excited to get that recording up because oh, yesterday was so much fun. It was so, so fun to just be in the room with everyone and see all these experts up there just you know, discussing amongst themselves. Like, how did we do this? How did we make this happen? What can you learn? It was just such an energizing experience. So I'm really excited for those recordings also to land on the desks of our advocates. Yeah, exactly. Well, so with that in mind, what's next? Now that we've launched the report, do we have a plan for what we're doing next with the project? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're definitely still tossing around some ideas around that. We definitely want to keep working together mostly just to give us the chance to continue having our group project discussions. We definitely want to keep updating it with more lessons learned as additional jurisdictions implement RCV. The report has a lot of case studies, just really just telling the story of, you know, how, whether it was, you know, campaigns or elected, you know, officials or election administrators really championed and the implementation or really overcame challenges. And so I think that, you know, my hope is that we can continue to just tell their stories, tell their stories to people who can learn from them and, and implement uh, their strategies. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if we get to make a version two. I don't know if we just continue 
filing away appendices and <laughs> sharing them out. But my hope is that we, yeah, just continue to start telling their stories. And, you know, I mean, the funny thing is that the drama just doesn't stop in elections. You know, there's always something, there's always something crazy happening, you know? So. There will always be lessons to learn <laughs> and studies I have to a case. Feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, yeah, I, I do hope we find a way to keep working on this or other projects. I'm sure we will. So what else are you working on at Represent Us? Yeah, so at Represent Us, we're focused on movement building and capacity building in our movement. We have a really exciting activist training program that we're piloting this year. So, you know, I'm really excited about that with this you know, implementation guide project. Like, just so many great resources and tools and strategies getting, you know, sent out to people across the country who can start to build our movement off of those. And so, yeah, I mean, that's stuff that I'm really excited about. We're also supporting a number of local and state campaigns for not only ranked choice voting, but also other nonpartisan election reforms that we work on, like vote by mail and public campaign financing. We are, you know, in the midst of a legislative session. And so, a lot of the other things I'm doing at Represent Us involve just tracking, you know, our reforms in the legislatures. And, you know, that's always exciting. Check back in in two months and maybe I'll have some wins to share with you. Yeah, well, right. We are in the heat of legislative session. It made it interesting trying to plan this panel and get elected officials. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it really did. They were champs. They showed up two days before a major hearing in the legislature and they still <laughs> spent their time with us and we're so appreciative. Yeah, we're very lucky that we have people who are willing to fit us in <laughs> during like the most intense time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last question. Can you describe the Protect the Win report in three words or less? Hmm, that's a good question. Let me think about that. I would say practical. I would say actionable, and I would say collaborative. Love it. The funny thing is you could also describe it in three words by saying protect the win. Oh, my gosh. It's too obvious. <laughs> that was, <laughs> I, I thought about it, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, your, your, your answer is better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this is so fun. Thank you so much for having me on to talk about some of this stuff. This, I, it was so much fun to work on, and I love the podcast. So, you know, this was great. Thanks so much for, for coming on and talking to us about it. So excited to have it out in the world. And I can't wait to work together again in the future. Oh, same here. And now for this month's final round, where we share an interesting bit of trivia, a useful tidbit, or just something we thought was cool for folks to know about ranked choice voting. Here's Ryan Kirby with this month's final round. Did you know that state legislatures across the country are in full swing for their legislative sessions? More than 150 ranked choice voting bills have been introduced in 36 state legislatures this session. RCV is gaining interest among legislators and advocates across the country and makes it this month's final round. Thank you for joining us today for our March 2023 RCV Clips episode produced by the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center. You can find our show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to the show for the latest episodes and updates. Please take a minute to rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform, too. For more information about the RCVRC and Ranked Choice Voting, check out our website, www.rcvresources.org. 
The production of this podcast is supported by the generosity of our donors. Donations can be made directly on the website or by texting donate RCV, all caps and all one word, to 51555. Please don't hesitate to contact us with any donation questions at donate at rcvresources.org. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RCV Resources and on Facebook and LinkedIn at Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel too at RCVRC. If you have a few minutes, fill out the listener survey linked to in the show notes for this episode. The survey is short and should only take a few minutes of your time. We'd love to hear your feedback and ideas. Thank you. Our theme music is Flutterbee by Poddington Bear. Until next time, I'm Chris Hughes on behalf of the Ranked Choice Voting Resource Center. Thank you.